0: what is up everyone welcome to the cub Cooker supernatural podcast my name is jacob cougar but my friends call me cub and you should too today we're going to be talking about the anunnaki gods and their systems of control are they still here in society we're going to be talking about some really interesting theories today that's what these are these are theories Um, so I always encourage you go do your own research this is done in all love and light non-conspiratorial type uh, show here so I'm not going to uh, be talking about any of the big uh, conspiracy type things but rather actually looking at the text where the Anunnaki come from uh, which are the seven tablets of creation Uh, they are Uh, ancient, ancient tablets. Uh, These were actually uh, transcribed and um, written down in 1902. Um, What's really interesting about these texts as we get into them, as I've shared on the first, I think we've done four episodes. This would be number five. Uh, It's number 166 of the actual podcast itself, but we do a lot of different series on the podcast. We've been doing Enoch Um, And now we are into the Sumerian tablets, uh, cradle of civilization type stuff here to try to understand where all of these mythologies come from. So that's how I'm approaching this as a mythology uh, to try and understand where our other mythologies come from, where a lot of our faith traditions come from, um, and everyone with an open mind, open heart to take all of this at once. Um, We've talked about the pure source of God, or uh, as the Hindu calls it, Brahman or the Buddhist source, uh, the new age, universal intelligence, whatever you want to call it, um, is not what we're talking about in these texts. These texts are about actual entities, beings from another planet, from another uh, world, if you will. Um, And you got to understand, like back then, you know, ten, seven, ten thousand years ago, Purportedly when these were written or uh, recorded in the cuneiform tablets, uh, which are clay tablets that are imprinted or rolled with um, like a carved uh, piece of either bone or uh, rock that would actually imprint these and they would bake them to record uh, this data, record their history and their mythologies. So. Uh, that's what we're looking at here. Uh, with that said, these are largely broken. There's a lot of pieces missing. So as I read, you'll hear me, you know, go dot, dot, dot. That's literally like that half of the tablet missing. Um, so when it comes to like translating these and trying to relay the data, you get a lot of people's opinions on these. And that's largely what you're gonna get here you're gonna get my opinion on these but you're also gonna get some of the text to formulate your own opinion Uh, so just to kind of lay it out there when I talk about these um, entities as gods they're what we would call gods they're what a lot of our mythologies record as gods where you might have a prophet um, in any different pantheon standing before a god talking with a god Making a deal with a god, having a people led by a god, uh, those type of things. So, um, and then you have like the most high, like source god, uh, which is more what we would actually consider God, um, and that is, like I said, what the Hindu considers the Brahman, the Buddhist considers source, um, and then the New Age considers the universal intelligence or the quantum even. Um, and so that's kind of my definition. I believe that when Jesus came, he was talking about his father, which was more of a source of spirit truth. Um, it was not something that you could like stand in front of. Now that something could definitely manifest. Um, it could manifest in things like Jesus. It can manifest in us. It can manifest in plants and animals. Um, all things throughout the 3D creation. Uh, Elon Uh, Jason says, yes, absolutely. My friend, absolutely. Um, scripture is not God. Absolutely 80. Um, that's why we're reading it. Uh, just to kind of look at the discrepancies and what we're going to see in these Sumerian tablets, specifically the Enuma Elish, uh, the seven tablets of creation here. Um, these are weirdly, weirdly like the Bible stories. I mean, we literally see the flood here. We see the tower of Babel. We see that Yahweh character in the Old Testament is not the good guy in this text. Um, he's actually one trying to enslave humanity, even down to the Garden of Eden. We see, um, as we read through these ancient texts, uh, was more of like a breeding farm for humanity. Then you have this Inky character um, who ties very, very much to like what you would consider as a fallen angel, where you have this like other god that says he's the... He is the high God. He's the Lord of the Command type thing on the earth. Um, and he's bringing judgment against uh, his, his brethren, Inky here. Uh, he's not very happy that Inky's trying to save humanity. We're going to get to all of that later. Right now, we're in some of the primordial mythologies of this. Um, but this really does tie into Enoch, it ties into the Bible, it ties into other mythologies. This is where we're gonna see all of our different pantheons come from. Again, my opinion. Um, but I can see uh, literally like the, the half child of Enki in here is what the biblical Noah would be. And the only reason I know that is because I've read the Book of Enoch. That's why all this ties together. We try to do this holistically and not just look at one thing and make assumptions. We try to go through everything and that's uh, that's why I really, really want to make sure that we're all on the same page here and that you guys are doing your own research because I can't just spoon feed it to you and say this is this and that is that. I'm learning too. We're doing this together. There are very few creators out there actually going through this text together with you. So uh, that's where I'm going to lead into the text today. Yesterday we read uh, through verse 9, and I'm going to uh, continue in verse 10. And verse 9 ended with, then were created the gods in the midst of heaven. So right now we have the birth of the gods at the primordial um, you know, creation uh, within the soup of the galaxy, if you will. Um, and then we have Lamu and Lahamu were called into being, dot, dot, dot. Ages increased, dot, dot, dot. Then Anshar and Kishar were created and over them. Long were the days. Then there came forth, dot, dot, dot. Anu, their son, dot, dot, dot. Anshar and Anu, dot, dot, dot. And the god Anu, dot, dot, dot. Uh, Nidamud, whom his fathers, his begetters, abounding in all wisdom. He was exceedingly strong. He had no rival, thus were established and were the great gods. So we see this kind of like family, pantheon being born right here. Um, And that's where we're going to really start getting into the story here. Um also different translations of this are going to have different terminologies. You have the Babylonian, the Sumerian, the Mesopotamian translations of these. Um, and as you get into here, like um, if I'm correct, I think it's Anu is Inky um, as we see in here. Um, and I am working on sourcing a translation that kind of has all of these present in it and a little bit more of a description. I'm putting together a study kit for anybody that wants to pick it up. Um, It will be on my website. I'm doing that because I've literally had hundreds of messages of people saying, where do I read this? Where do I get it? Uh, How can I understand this? Um, Like I said, you can find PDFs of this online. There's one, I think, at UCLA's website. There's one at Yale's website. Uh, Library of Congress, I think, has one. A bunch of different um, like kind of open source Um, places to find this but again I like to have like a physical copy as I study or at least like an iPad copy or an Apple Books copy that I can kind of cite some of the things from just so that I have a better understanding of it so I'm working on that just so you guys know it's very hard to find this is not like picking a translation of the Bible Um, there's just not a lot out there and I'm trying to kind of cull through it to figure out what I really want so Uh, Great question. Uh, Imran says, do you believe that all consciousness is one? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, if I don't sneeze on the microphone here, um, I think all consciousness is one for sure. Now, that would be considered like the super soul. We all have like our individual pieces of the super soul uh, that are being incarnated and reincarnated back into uh, this reality, if you will. Uh that's just my understanding. Like I said, everything on this show, my understanding. Uh, and it's always evolving. That's why I keep doing this show, because literally every day I gain some new insight, some new uh information, some new ideas or even dreams or downloads um into more of the nature of reality and what all of this is about. So um as we move on into verse twenty-two it says, But Tiamat and Apsu were still in confusion. They were troubled and in disorder and Tiamat roared. I'm trying not to sneeze guys. I'm so sorry. I just, ah, my allergies kick in. Like as soon as these lights hit, it's like it activates all of my allergies and trying to make me sneeze here. So, um, Tiamat and Apsu were still in confusion, but they were troubled and in disorder and Tiamat roared. Apsu was not diminished in might. She smote and their deeds. Their way was evil. Then Apsu, the begetter of the great gods, cried unto Mumu, his minister, and said unto him, O Mumu, thou minister that rejoicest in my spirit, come unto Tiamat, let us go. So they went, and before Tiamat they lay down. They consulted on a plan with regard to the gods, their sons. Apsu opened his mouth and spake. So we we are seeing here that the gods are their sons or what we would see in uh the book of enoch as the sons of god um and so that's where you know even this whole fallen angel watcher type uh, lore comes from this so um great question uh crazy craddy says is that abraham Um, now I don't know if you're talking about the artwork. This is just a statue of like, um, an Anunnaki God with like the technological headdress and the oxygen mask and everything, you know? Um, but within this, that's what I'm trying to understand is, you know, there's a couple of different schools of thought on this. These are literal, you know, big headed, gray, green, white, whatever you want to call them, aliens, uh the other example of this is that they are literally um genetically upgraded and technologically advanced human beings uh, that then came and hybrided the hominid on this planet with their DNA to create us, which is literally in the Book of Enoch. It says that they mated with uh female women, but you gotta understand that that's not necessarily what had to happen because if they're an advanced race and they're really looking to terraform here, um, they're they're going to be looking at genetic properties and, and actually how to make that happen. Uh, they're not just going down and going, hey, you know, uh, let's uh, let's go take wives from the Earth people. Um, that's not necessarily that may be what happened. That may be what the mythology meant that may not but i'm just saying on it on a technological level of of them being a higher more evolved species uh, they would be looking to splice their genetics with ours to create a new race specifically in the case of enlil as he decided to create um, more of a uh, indentured servant race to really make him a god you know Um, and if you listen to billy carson's work on this uh, he talks a lot about these being uh, these are like people like us that are um, just of a higher understanding. They live a lot longer. Their technology is a lot better. Their spiritual prowess is a lot better. Doesn't mean they're good or evil. Just because you have more spiritual power doesn't mean you're good or evil. You can still channel the power of the supreme being um, and use it for good or evil because that is based on like based on karma, based on uh, your own ego, based on how you channel it. Um, you're going to channel it for good or evil. So, like, I think we have to get outside of that that thought. And a lot of people argue with me, don't call these guys uh, gods. They're not gods. Well, for all intents and purposes, just think about the definition of a god. It is something that you would worship. This still literally happens. Billy Carson talked about it the other day. Uh, it's called cargo cults. And so there's, like, still people on our planet that are so isolated that... Uh, when like the Navy comes or somebody's coming to do work um, in a new area uh, there's still places on the planet we haven't even explored that's what's crazy to me um, and so um, as we as we understand this um, these these tribes and stuff that have never seen outsiders and they see airplanes and boats and you know different armor and gear and, and masks and all of this stuff you know um, that they Of course, they've never seen a cell phone, never whatever. These are tribes all over the place from uh, like the Arctic to the jungles to different places that we just literally um, are still exploring. And they'll they'll worship people uh, with the technology and they'll they'll make carvings and wait for them to come back and to return to return from the sky. Like it's so it's so simple when we think about it. And a lot of this that we read within the biblical canon, this is where my deconstruction really started. Is going like wait a minute Uh, you know Moses is watching this entity come down guys I'm really sorry I'm not trying to scratch my nose here Um, I'm fighting I don't know Uh, we had snow and then wind and now it's dry and itchy and my dog's eyes are all matted too so it's like it's just super fun here in in West Texas right now Um, but you got to think about this like Moses is seeing uh, this entity come down in fire and smoke and it sounded like many waters. What is that? It's a thruster, you know. Tower of Babel, they were building this thing um, to ascend back to the heavens. It's like a rocket platform. I mean, it, they're literally, it's all there, guys. But unfortunately, we've translated it with a religious brain trying to make every word we read holy rather than realizing everything is holy anyway because we are all channeling the supreme being the divine mother the divine father and we are the child that is the alchemist spirit um, that is actually what we are that is what yoga taps into that is what meditation that's what prayer taps into um, but unfortunately we have confusion around what the gods are um, and so rather than saying like I worship God I say that I worship source I, I worship the very energy intelligence and the very character of the pure light of the father uh the one that jesus i believe spoke of because he wasn't speaking a lot of people try to say jesus was speaking about uh maybe inky is his father um and maybe he is like genetically maybe he was like a manifestation of him or an incarnation of him or a clone of him Uh, but i believe jesus was speaking of uh, not a sky father not an earth father but an ethos father a spirit father an energetic father that's literally in the wavelengths of the light of the sun the light of the fire the light of the candle um it's literally coming through as heat warmth light um, it is the pureness and the truth that reveals all within all of the galaxy no matter where we are there's nowhere in the galaxy until you get into a black hole Um, according to modern science, that that is devoid of light. There's always some energetic projection of light. Um, And incidentally, the speed of light is um, what physicists are saying now from the research I've done. And again, do your own. But they're saying that um, that as you hit the speed of light, time does not exist. Uh, And even in the Bible, it talks about that. You know, a day is to God is a thousand years. A thousand years is, is a day. It's literally like when you hit the speed of light, the quantum kicks in and you have complete authority over time, space, um, over manifesting. Um, and we're literally going to see that these gods or these, these entities that are us in the future or these entities that are our, our forefathers, whatever you want to say, um, that terraformed us and genetic formed us, um, that they are authoring destiny. And uh, Billy Carson did an incredible talk on this the other day. It's something I've been talking about a lot recently. How do we understand what the gods did? And how do we operate out of that? Because even Jesus said, ye are gods, and the scriptures cannot be broken. Um, and so like we've, we've got to understand where we come from and what our honest, true power is. That's the whole point of my mission here. Um, and my mission here is not just to make a bunch of fun videos And entertain people my mission is to leave a legacy to literally implant your mind with thoughts that you can't get rid of that every time you read something you go wait a minute every time you hear something on television you go wait a minute every time you watch something that's outright lying to you you go "Hmm, wait a minute you start to actually wake up you start to alchemize the spiritual things that you've been experiencing you start to step away from things that are holding you back You start to gravitate to things that are bringing you abundance this is not prosperity gospel uh, BS or belief systems here this is honest to God I want you guys to rise within yourself meet yourself in the higher mind and find the true source of the Spirit of God Um, not these ET gods Do I believe we still have intergalactic families that are helping us or even channeling information? Absolutely. Uh, This entire planet is essentially a living computer. Go look at crystals. We can put more information on a a wafer of a crystal now than we've ever been able to put on anything of the same size. I can't remember what they said, but they're able to put like the whole internet or something on a piece of crystal. Uh, It's just insane. These things have memory again my interpretation go look it up for yourself Uh, but it's just it's it's wild so um, beautiful kundalini says I'm leaving a legacy of unconditional love gratitude and compassion absolutely Um, absolutely and that's that's what I operate out of you guys know that I operate out of authenticity now every day I may not be rooted in that you know that super humble uh, unselfish love but I'm going to show up here authentically And that's all i can do you guys have days where you wake up and you struggle to find that vibration of love but i just i pour through it i come here authentically there's days i'm frustrated there's days i'm tired there's days i'm sick there's days i'm happy there's days i'm ecstatic there's days i'm manifesting like crazy there's days i'm in complete love with every single thing going on in this community and there's days that i'm just disgusted by how people talk back to me in the comments and and say Uh, horrible things to me and and ultimately to you you guys and judge each other Um, and so I'm just gonna consistently show up here and try to be authentic Um, and it's not even trying to be authentic at this point it just you do as many of these podcasts as I do Uh, I'm doing one a day right now I am gonna be going back to two a day hopefully when I get uh, the platform done I've been working on a brand new uh, e-learning platform that has been incredible It's called Charisma. Um, We've got almost 100 videos in there now, I think, or there will be by the end of the weekend. Um, It's just, it's expanding. It is a light warrior training platform, um, an academy, if you will. So if you really wanna go down the rabbit hole, take what I'm talking about and just start training with me. Um, This is one of the best places to go. I've had a lot of people ask for this. This was not just something Um, that I kind of did, you know, off the cuff. This was uh, questions that I've been asked over and over and over, people wanting help, people wanting me to teach them more, teach them how I study, uh, teach them how I train with yoga and meditation, uh, teach them how um, how I have downloads and revelations, teach them how I handle uh, wealth and abundance, um, and ultimately just how to wake up and find that gnosis every day in your life. Um, so we've got downloads in there with, with actual PDFs that work with everything. Um, we've got um, five different courses. The main charisma course in there is the Light Warrior Training. That's like my proprietary system around everything that I've gone through from losing everything, losing my business, to rebuilding everything, um, to then losing the second business, to then finally writing my book, stepping into my power, stepping into my authority doing something that I knew I was called to do, but I just didn't have the guts to do it until the universe took everything away from me. Um, and really just how to like put on that armor, put on that power of, of a light worker. This is more than just being a light worker. This is like, this is my life. I'm here for legacy, I'm here to build something. Um, and that is the Charisma Light Warrior training. Then there's illumination in there, which is yoga and meditation, literally the daily practices that I do. With everything from the how to's to the philosophy and mindset of yoga and meditation to actual yoga and meditation sections. Then there's knowing in there, which is about data and revelations. And it's, I teach how I study and how I get this bigger view. A lot of you guys have asked, uh, how do I get a bigger view? You know, how do you, uh, what book do I read to understand what you're talking about? And uh, one of the biggest things I have to say is, there's not one book. I've read the Bible, the Bhagavad Gita, the Dhammapada the Tibetan book of the dead, uh, the Egyptian tablets of Thoth. Um, I've read, we are reading the Sumerian tablets. Like, uh, this is, you know, the Holy Bible, the book of Enoch, um, it's, it's everything. And so I teach how to gather, collect, ingest, and then alchemize data into a way that ultimately brings revelation, um, and downloads. So, um, And then I teach about uh, affluence, which is uh, wealth and abundance in there, which a lot of you guys have asked for. Um, I'm not like a money teacher or anything like that, but I've learned a lot about getting over scarcity mentality, uh, knowing what you're worth, knowing um, what your mission is worth too, and really moving forward with that. And then finally, lucidity is the fifth course in there, um, and it's all about awakening and gnosis, really deconstructing, from the matrix and then reconstructing in a way that's built on the gnosis gnosis is the greek word for knowledge um, which is really taking an alchemy of all the things that we experience all of our spiritual experiences all our life experiences all the knowledge we've gathered and just alchemizing that into this deeper sense of knowing within us so those five courses are included as well as the mythos membership uh, all for 29 bucks a month Uh, Mythos, we've got a bunch of members in there. Somebody literally asked me, talk about Mythos. You guys asked me to talk about this. I try not to uh, jump on the the marketing bandwagon too often, but I've got literally people asking in the comments. So thank you for the support. First off, we had several people join Charisma this week. Uh, We had several people join Mythos. You don't have to join both, but like I said, if you join Charisma, you get Mythos. But if you just want to be a part of the community and get the live calls on the weekend, Mythos is a great place. All of it's on my website, www.cubcooker.com. Getting back to the text here, um, this is, um, let's see, um, so you've got kind of like the OG gods here, and then you have the sons of the gods Um And then um, it says, and unto Tiamat, the glistening one, he addressed the word, dot, 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 their way. By day I cannot rest, by night I cannot lie down in peace, but I will destroy their way. I will, dot, 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 let there be lamentation and let us lie down again in peace. When Tiamat heard these words, uh, she raged and cried aloud. She grievously uh, uttered a curse and unto Apsu she spake. Uh, what then shall we do? Let their way be made difficult, and let us lie down again in peace. Mumu answered, and gave counsel unto Opsu. And hostile to the gods was the counsel counsel of Mu uh, that he gave. So this is um, kind of like a early judgment type thing. Um, we again we see this like in. Um, genesis with uh god in the old testament judging uh and pouring out on the earth and so we're kind of seeing that the beginning of that type of judgment here you have um this one god that is like you know I, i can't even lie down i can't even rest because of the noise because the other gods the little g gods are making so much noise these sons of god um and so again very very broken here it's the dot 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 i wish i i wish i didn't have to read the dot dot dots um and you would say you know well well don't we have a more complete story of that well sure we've got things like genesis we've got other mythologies um but again it's it's opo other people's opinions it's an interpretation of it um and so that's what going back to these uh or, original cuneiform tablets or cuneiform excuse me tablets um are i think is vital to our understanding because we got to realize how much is missing and we've got to understand how much liberty has been taken over time um rebecca says wow i understand that yeah absolutely rebecca so you guys get what i'm talking about here i hope that's making more sense um a lot of people want me they're like what does all this mean how does it exactly connect and um I'm not here to override the Bible and tell you not to read the Bible I'm just here to reveal that your Bible is a mix of mythologies it is someone's attempt to try to understand again I'm not taking away from anyone's faith or tradition Um, I love you keep practicing it I'm just here uh, if you want to deconstruct if you want to move into a different understanding I don't even care if you keep going to church or temple or, or whatever to practice with your family or your friends um, because I still go to church sometimes as well and it's not that I'm not against any of that but what I am for what I am for a hundred percent is a higher understanding get up on that ledge and look at everything like let's take observation of everything that we that we can the more data we can have the the bigger picture we can build so uh, Rebecca says we are the church absolutely absolutely that's what we're doing right now I mean we're doing church, whether you're here or whether you're uh, at a business conference or you're at work or you're with your family, like you're doing worship all the time. Um, and that's the thing. Like, you know, what are, what are you worshiping? You know, you're worshiping self, family, money, job, the system. Um, or are we celebrating and worshiping God within all? Like that's that's one thing I love about the Bhagavad Gita is when Krishna talks about, you know, when you see me in an animal in the eyes of an animal when you see me uh in the littlest ones when you see me in the biggest of entities even in the stars and the planets uh that person becomes a yogi of the highest order um, and i love and i'm paraphrasing that like i do everything but um but you go check it out with bhagavad gita is a pretty quick read uh you can read it in a weekend easily and then it will completely completely open your mind to like like what is god like this god that is this like fractal um he can manifest he's he she they are one are all are many are none are like it's this it's the craziest thing uh, to really understand that brahman the supreme being um which i believe is parabrahman Um, in the Hindu and it's just, it's beautiful guys. Like it's, it's changed my life and it's completely decoded the message of Jesus Christ in my opinion and helped me understand what he was talking about and what he was not talking about. It makes so much more sense. A lot of people will argue with me on that, but I find it very fascinating. So, um, uh, Janine Scro, uh, I hope I said that correctly. The Holy Quran, uh, perhaps alludes to the existence of alien life multiple times. Hey, absolutely. Um, and that is one thing I've read the Quran, uh, the part with Jesus in it, uh, because I wanted to understand that point of view. I need to read the rest of it, but I definitely want an expert in it to approach it because just like the Bible I feel like I have some authority to talk on the Bible because I've taken Bible courses. I've uh, literally taken Bible college courses. I've mentored under Bible scholars, mentored under pastors. Uh, I've taught publicly on a Christian podcasts, um, And then I've taught publicly on my own Christian podcast. And then I do this. I've been studying it my entire life. Um, so I feel like at least I have some of that within the Western evangelical uh, tradition to at least speak from that behalf. But as far as the Quran goes, I think it's absolutely beautiful. I think more people should read it. I think more sh- people should read the Bhagavad Gita. I think more people should read the Dhammapada, the Tibetan Book of the Dead. Like, I think we should read it all because it's, it's all pieces of a puzzle that we can understand. Put together a bigger narrative and you've got a much bigger, more beautiful picture, in my opinion. So um, with that said, I'm about to have to jump off. Um, but I wanted to just kind of bring this to you guys today Um, so we are in verse 48 we'll start with verse 49 tomorrow um, and just can continue with this because it's just plugging away one piece at a time Um, and I hope you guys are are patient with me for this Um, if you're expecting some big revelation on this where I'm gonna give you the whole story and connect all the dots at once Uh, unfortunately I just don't have time for that in an hour, um, to try to take care of the community too. I do this live and and try to answer questions. So Agape Gal, how are you? Thank you so much. Source, our shared consciousness, uh, and all that is absolutely, um, is it necessary to be a vegetarian? Hey, uh, it's, it's only necessary to be a vegetarian if you want to be a vegetarian. I'm working on it. Um, mainly like it's not out of an intellect thing it's out of uh, after 2020 when I got ill um, in fact I got ill in 21 I believe but coming out of that whole thing I got the thing that the whole thing was about um, and I thought it was gonna unalive me um, and after that everything like all, pork and beef and chicken and everything just started to taste really weird Um, it's kind of returned to normal but not really Um, and I just don't want near as much meat as I used to I eat probably three-quarters less on the the raw you know meat protein type than I used to well not raw but I mean cooked of course but um, but on the actual servings of that I eat so much more on the veggie front now um, I'm gluten free, so I eat a lot of like, you know, steel cut, uh, oats, granola, uh, rice, rice flour, stuff like that, uh, corn, um, and then I do a lot of yoga and meditation and, in doing that, I lost like over 60 pounds this last, uh, within the last, I'd say nine months, 10 months. Um, and so it's been, it's been good for me. I'm, I'm not quite where I want to be yet with all of that, but it's, it's been good. I don't think you should do it too fast. Um, but I hope, I hope that answers that question. I think for me, it's like, it's been really cleansing and it's like my body's just been rewiring itself, uh, to be able to survive and thrive on less and on less, um, destruction of life. And maybe one of these days I can be full-time vegetarian that's one of my plans and the legacy and the thing that i'm manifesting here is having my own small farm uh, my own renewable resources on that small farm uh, my own um, area to do uh, this broadcast as well as build my own platform netflix style spirituality platform Um, it starts with what we're doing here with the mythos community with the charisma course That Charisma course um, at scale is gonna fund me being able to build a studio, hire help, and actually start a network with fully edited, produced uh, series on there that will actually be able to go on the network. Um, And then we'll be able to share them on the channel, excerpts from them. And um, I love what, you know, like History Channel, Gaia, all of those people are doing, but I do think that there's something that, that I've been granted here, honestly gifted by a higher power, to like connect the dots and really empower people to understand this from multicultural multi-faith point of view, try to fit in and understand how the biblical canon works in all of this. How does Jesus, Buddha, uh, Muhammad, uh, Krishna, all of those, uh, figures fit into all of this. So, um, the real, uh, Sergio says, can I be an actor for you? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. We'll definitely, uh, when this hits scale, like I expect it to do that this year honestly. That's my, my plan. We'll see what uh, we'll see what the universe, what God, what source dictates within that. Uh, but as I continue to manifest this and build this and you guys support what I'm doing, uh, that's the plan. Like, I want to literally like reinterpret some of these stories, do actual like series and uh, docu series, and literally have my own network around this. Um, that's like the, the big ultimate plan. And so to do all that, um, you know, it takes uh, money for the mission, right? Um, and so that's what we're doing. But, and I, and I'm, I'm very, very blessed to do that, by the way. Um, the number one thing I'm here to do is take care of this community. Guys that are in Mythos, you guys know I love you. I look forward tomorrow's our call we've got a live call in the morning if you want to join the live call either go grab you the charisma or join the mythos today um, and you can get on the live call in the morning so uh, we'd love to have you candy says what statue is behind you uh, so this is actually artwork that I make um, this is my like uh, statue of an Anunnaki God um, out in the Egyptian Sun just kind of my own you know interpretation um, been working on making them look a lot more realistic, too. Everything had a kind of a cartoony vibe for me, and I just redid all the artwork. In fact, no one's seen the new artwork. I've been playing with it, and the new artwork is it is epic. It looks like something out of a Lord of the Rings movie or, um, you know, like a, a HBO Max movie or something like that. Like, it's very, very, uh, like a Game of Thrones type, you know, vibe but it literally looks like real people, um, with real atmospheres, real lighting. Uh, I love, love, love what I've been working with, so thank you guys for that. And then we have, like, if you guys like the more colorful artwork and design, I've got a whole line of yoga wear, uh, t-shirts, pants, working on hats, all kinds of cool stuff that's gonna be on the website as well, you can go check that out. Uh, so I'm working on all this one piece at a time, it all takes time and effort. Um, And then also doing the show to keep growing this. Thank you guys. We're at, I think, 275,000 on Facebook now. We are at uh, 160,000, I think, on TikTok. We're at, we should be at 10,000 on YouTube. Um, I would say, if not this weekend, by the end of the month, it depends on how many people go and follow me on YouTube from this. Um, I posted the YouTube channel. On my Facebook earlier, I'm hoping we push more people over there. We tipped over the 7,000 this weekend or this week, um, and so I'm just I want to get that to 10,000. These platforms all grow at different rates. Finally, I'm hitting the algorithm over on YouTube, so it's starting to pop off a lot more. Thank you guys for support over there. Instagram's actually starting to get unleashed as well too. Uh, we're over the 2,000 finally there, so. All in all, across all platforms, we're almost at half a million followers. I'm so thankful for you guys for that. Um, I've got a speaking gig coming up. I get to talk at a local marketing network thing uh, for their luncheon. So I love doing stuff like that. If you guys know people that you want me to be a guest, uh, whether it's a conference or um, a Zoom uh, you know, group or... Um, you have like a podcast or a friend with a podcast, or, you know, you want someone to collaborate with me, tag me, connect us, um, email us. There's an email on my website that goes directly to me. That's for business inquiries only. Um, and that way you can get directly to me with like the business type stuff. So thank you guys. Um, voice of the Abzu says praise father Inky. Absolutely. Uh, the more I learn about Inky, like I said, it's, it's like, Inky is connected to Noah. Inky is connected to, um, I, I think, Melchizedek and Jesus. Actually, um, I, this is pretty wild, guys, that when you get into this and, and understand the narrative, how different it is um, when you see the one that actually flooded the earth and knocked down the Tower of Babel and spread everyone out, and then the one that actually wanted to save everyone kind of where we get a lot of that salvation, uh, doctrine and stuff from. So um, anyway, if you're ready to uh, kind of detach from some uh, more ingrained belief systems, uh, or as I say it, the BS, um, then then you're in the right place. So if you like what I'm doing, thanks for the support, comment, like, subscribe. I love you guys so much. Uh, I will see you guys uh, tomorrow Um, and let's see, uh, wisdom, wisdom says, don't praise any of them. Uh, well, wisdom, I praise you. So I praise you. I praise, um, Annie in the comments. I praise candy lady. I praise, uh, Lynn. I praise, um, agape gal. I praise, uh, Inky. I praise God. I, I worship the source, the Brahman, the unity, um, the universe, uh the intelligence the quantum within all which is intelligent and is in all and through all um so i don't think that there's you know that's just kind of how how i focus on it so wisdom says uh you too bro thank you very much um i appreciate that so um yeah and if you want to catch the restream of this by the way uh, somebody said is it over um yeah i've been on for about an hour now so um, I've got to run, uh, I got to go do something with my wife real quick, but, um, I will see you guys tomorrow. Mythos, I'll see you in the morning, 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, right in the Mythos group on Facebook. I love you guys. Peace. Have a beautiful day. Look forward to more of this incredible study as we move on into the week. So, uh, you guys have an awesome, awesome afternoon. I love you all. Seriously. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you. Y'all have a beautiful weekend. I'll see you later. Peace.